Well, hey guys, thanks so much for tuning into the Harbor Teaching Podcast. We hope that the messages you will hear are both uplifting and challenging. And now, welcome to the Harbor. All right, so hello and welcome to the Harbor. We are live in historic downtown Melbourne at the 1513 Podcast Studio. I'm with Peyton, our worship leader. I'm with Jackson, our youth pastor. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hey. So stoked you're here. Uh, If you're new to the Harbor, we are a young adult ministry. Our goal is to introduce young adults, this generation, to Jesus and challenge them just to follow Jesus with everything that they have. We believe Jesus has changed our lives, and we want to invite you to experience that same thing. Uh, We're in a podcast studio recording right now due to the COVID uh, quarantine. And so uh, what I thought we would do before we dove into uh, some worship and a teaching is we do a little rapid fire podcast session. Is that okay? Yes. Awesome. Okay. Well, you don't really have any choice, I guess. But uh, the first thing I'd like to ask, I'd like to play a little game called rapid fire. Um, So first off, I want to ask Peyton. Um, Peyton is an avid, uh, besides being a worship leader, an awesome roller coaster enthusiast. So Peyton, I'd like to ask you, what are your top three roller coasters of all time? All right. So number three, we have uh, Mako at SeaWorld Orlando. Ooh, shout out. barely making it. Mm-hmm. Um, number two is a ride called Maverick at Cedar Point. And number one is Steel Vengeance also at Cedar Point. Ooh. All right. So uh, real quick, the only one of those that I have ridden is Mako. Yeah. And uh, Mako is awesome because... Mm-hmm. Uh, like you don't have like any sort of like top like harnessing or anything. So you're, you're kind of just, and it's, and you're flipping. Yeah. So you're, you're just kind of pretty free. And also w- when the latch thing like doesn't completely latch down, sometimes you float a little bit. You do. Yeah. So. It's negative G forces. Wow. Incredible. Yeah. Um, and then tell me just a little bit about Steel Vengeance. Like what's the, what's, what's yeah. Steel Vengeance? Steel Vengeance is a, a ride at Cedar Point in Ohio. And it used to be a really terrible old wooden coaster called mean streak and it was incredibly uncomfortable incredibly painful Mm. um and a company called rocky mountain construction uh came in and refurbished the ride and made it a steel wooden roller coaster it's called a hybrid coaster it's pretty widely considered like the best coaster in the world incredible well i learned uh recently from an article that you wrote about roller coasters that wooden roller coasters only have a short life form before they they, uh get really uncomfortable yeah so fun fact that's true thank you that's good jackson uh what are your top three jackson quarantine songs the quarantine songs of jackson if you will yeah so i've been spinning the mamas and the papas okay california dreaming (laughs) yes just because i feel like i think we're all california dreaming right now a little bit you're right and that's a great song i love it um, and then with that, I like uh, Hillsong, Young and Free's new single, Best Friends. Come on. Really catchy, really good. And then thirdly, I have been listening to this song called Will by Joyner Lucas. Okay. Where he raps about a bunch of different Will Smith movies. Huh. And uh, it'll, it'll bless you. Okay. Sounds like it. That sounds amazing. Cool. All right. Next rapid fire question is this. Uh, share one story of how you guys have seen God moving during this time of quarantine? So I would say for me, Pastor Mark has been attempting to lead and usher us into seeking the Lord for revival. Yeah. And Brian, that's been your heart for the entire youth center, not just the harbor, is that we would invite every youth and young adult on the Space Coast to know Jesus mm-hmm. and meet Jesus. And revival certainly starts with us. And I think, I think that we can say that and it's cliche. Um, but for me, I've been going just through a personal revival in this time. Mm. 
in that I was describing like to my wife like what I feel like I'm going through in that like my friend like went through to like a drug detox farm because they mm-hmm. were like addicted to narcotics mm-hmm. and they said once the drugs finally left their sy- system it's like they could see again mm-hmm. and that's how I feel that what's going on in my soul right now like I'm a pastor I work at a church I'm in church all the time however I almost like the Lord has used this as a detox to come back to the heart of worship and as Jesus puts it like live in the easy yoke again so I feel spiritually stronger than ever and I, I pray that for for all of us right now you know that's awesome so cool thank you for sharing Peyton what's one way that you have seen just God moving in this season yeah um so I've seen just the Lord prepare us for this season in so many ways and uh, just like really seeing his provision specifically like just an example of it um before we started this uh time of quarantine we were recording those old dead guys um spoken words yeah which is awesome and we're hoping to continue it hopefully so yeah. we're believing it. Uh, but i saw even just this is just such a small thing but there have been so many other circumstances like this where recording that and getting those pushed out prepared us for this season of having to record services yeah. and we were even just we were in the green room uh, the band and pastor mark came in and he was just saying like man us having this set up this way of streaming and this way of reaching people where people already know how to do it like not many churches have wow. that yeah, and like good. we are not it's to true. take it for that's granted and just good. all the things even one of my students was just saying like doordash used to be something of like laziness mm. and now it's something of necessity yeah where the lord has like set up these things so that like we can't endure yeah, yeah. no that's really good that's super strong thank you guys for sharing Before we dive in, I just want to take a couple minutes and share kind of some upcoming things and some ways that you can be connected. Um, First off, our community groups are still ongoing, and so make sure to check those out. Um, Secondly, uh, be connected with uh, Instagram at WeAreTheHarbor. Um, That's the best way that you can stay connected to what we're doing, and we're trying to put out a lot of exciting content there. And then uh, last but not least, one of the things that we have thrown out this year is just a challenge that we wanna invite every single young adult on the Space Coast to walk with Jesus. Next week at the Harbor, we are gonna be doing a teaching specifically geared towards inviting people who don't know Jesus to walk with Jesus. And so I just wanna challenge every single person listening to me to invite three friends or three people that God brings into contact with you. Uh, We're going to have the link available on our social media all week, so you can send that link out. It'll premiere on Thursday night at 7 p.m. next week. And so I just want to encourage you, be inviting people. Uh, They will hear the hope about Jesus, and I believe that God is going to speak to them. So I'm praying and hoping that hundreds of people come to the harbor because of what uh, God does through us over the next week. Awesome. So I believe we have an amazing time for you in uh, service at the harbor tonight. It's going to be a little different. We're mixing it up. And so I want to encourage you to uh, stay connected. We're about to go to worship. And then after that, we'll be back for a teaching. So enjoy. Glad you're with us. Pursuing 
So welcome back. We are going to dive into a time of teaching right now. Uh, we have been in a series of messages called I Am, looking at the seven I Am statements of Jesus. 
And so what I want to do is I want to ask Peyton to read John chapter 11, verses 1 through 3. If you want to read with us, we'll be in John chapter 11. Sure. A man named Lazarus was sick. He lived in Bethany with his sisters, Mary and Martha. This is the Mary who later poured the expensive perfume on the Lord's feet and wiped them with her hair. Her brother, Lazarus, was sick. So the two sisters sent a message to Jesus telling him, Lord, your dear friend is very sick. Yeah, so we see that that Jesus gets this message that his dear friend Lazarus is sick. And actually, the, the ESV like translates this, Lord, he whom you love is mm. sick. And so I love that, that it actually takes a moment and, and says that like Jesus specifically loved this man named Lazarus. Um, Jackson, would you mind reading verses 4 through 7? Sure. But when Jesus heard it, he said, This illness does not lead to death. It is for the glory of God, so that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister Lazarus. So when he heard that Lazarus was ill, he stayed two days longer in the place where he was. So I think this is really interesting. Because even though obviously Jesus loves mm -hmm. Martha, Mary, and Lazarus a lot, he doesn't immediately rush to save him. He actually stays for two more days yeah. and what we actually discover is that lazarus during that time he he dies and so when jesus actually decides okay it's time for me to go to bethany where martha and mary and lazarus lived like martha or yeah. lazarus has already been dead for four days at that oh, point yeah no doubt. and we're actually going to look at verse 20 through 22 here if you guys want to look with me um and it says this it says when martha got word that jesus was coming she went to meet him now, at this moment, uh, Martha and, and Mary are mourning with a huge group of, of, of friends who are just there to comfort them because their brother has passed away. And it says, but Mary stayed in the house. And, and I love this, and I, I want us to just feel these words that Martha says in verse 21. It says, Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had only been here, my brother would not have died. But even now... I know that God will ask, will give you whatever you ask. And, and, and I would love to just take a moment and kind of talk about this for a second, because this is a moment I kind of like to call it like, God, I know that you could have, mm -hmm. but you didn't. Right. And, and that's the moment Martha's in. She's like, if you had been here, he would have been saved. The situation would have been different. And, and, and she's kind of in a moment of, of broken dreams and, and shattered expectations, like hurt and pain. Yeah. And, and, you know, for us, I think right now we're kind of living in a moment like that, you know, even globally, where we're asking the question like, God, I know you could have done this, but, but you didn't. Like, why didn't you stop this, this virus from happening? Or, or even, you know, there could be people, you know, that are watching this that are saying like, in my past, you know, I wish God had changed something. I wish mm -hmm. he had interceded in a different way. Or even currently right now, I wish there was a situation that was different. And, and I think even for us who are church leaders, sometimes we can be so focused on God's blessing and how mm -hmm. awesome he is that we actually forget to talk about the fact that our, our faith, sometimes we have to walk through disappointment. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. And so kind of what I wanted to just ask from you guys is this, how do you move forward in your faith when you know that God could have answered a prayer, but he didn't answer the prayer? How do you guys practically move forward? Yeah. So I would say move forward. You got to keep moving. 
I was uh, praying this morning, and I was reminded of something that John Mark Comer had said in a teaching about Moses, in that, and and then he also was referencing Esau, who both men at certain points they exchanged their calling mm. for the way that they were feeling. Wow, mm-hmm. and that's something like I never forgot. And so often in my life, I'm willing to exchange my calling as a Christian for the way I'm feeling, saying, peace out, I'm out of here. I don't want to deal with these people anymore. I don't want to deal with these problems anymore. And that's a feeling thing. Yeah. And, and I, I would say more in that moment, get through that moment, wrestle with God in that moment. Um, but, but the Lord, like I was wrestling this morning and, and like it took some wrestling. And then the Lord showed me, Jackson, you're, you're willing to exchange you're calling the way you're feeling. So, so, so through disappointment, keep moving through it, wrestle with it mm-hmm. and don't exchange your calling for the way you're feeling. Yeah, that's great. What about you, Peyton? What do you think? How do we, how do we move forward in our faith? And we know, you know, God could have answered the prayer. Yeah. I think it's tough because sometimes you have these seasons, like, let's say just like you didn't get a job you were hoping for. And like, you could be confident that like the Lord closed that door. That's something we say a lot, but it's still like, I wasn't good enough to get the job. You know? Yeah. Um, and you can still internalize that. But like Jackson said, like just continue moving forward and know that like Jesus already has the ultimate victory. Um, and I think the great thing is like we will see some of that payoff. Like, oh, now I understand why you didn't do this. Like they're about to sure. understand yeah, yeah, no doubt. why he didn't come, why he waited two days. Spoiler alert. Um, they're about to understand that. You might see that. Um, I've even seen in my own life certain things where I'm like, oh my gosh, I completely understand why this disappointment paid off for the glory of God Mm -hmm. and for my good. Mm -hmm. Um, But you also might not see it um, until you get to heaven, um, ultimately. But like that's where faith comes in. And we do know that it's a promise that um, he will work all things together for the good of those who love him, Mm -hmm. you know, and just stay firm and rooted in his promises. Yeah, no doubt. That's so good. I I love that heartbeat of like, just trusting that God's not done with the story, mm-hmm. that it, it, it's it's something that is going to continue. And so keep on moving forward because you could see it happen. And mm-hmm. Jackson, I love what you said too, just that idea of like both Moses and Esau did something, but at the same time, Moses maintained that trust in God and that that passionate pursuit of God throughout, which which I think that's, that's awesome. That's yeah. really cool too. And even in the story we see, Martha, she actually does maintain an element of faith. I think sometimes we can be hard on Martha because of the whole story where yeah, like, no, no. she's busy and Mary's sitting at the feet of Jesus. But she even says in that moment, she's like, hey, you could have saved him, but you didn't. But even now, I still believe you could do anything you want to believe. Yeah, no doubt. You, you sure. Do. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing that I would add to what you guys would say is I, I do think that it's okay just to take moments to grieve mm-hmm. and to just accept and to, to invite Jesus in and realize like, God, it didn't go the way I wanted. And, and I'm very sad about that. Yeah. I don't have to pretend like I, I'm not sad, yeah. but I still trust you in the midst of it. And I still invite you into my process in the midst of it. And that's, that's what the Psalms are all about. You know, yeah. it's just that whole idea of like, you know, like God, not everything is going right, but at the same time, I still trust you. And anything that you guys would want to add to that? Yeah, I, I think that I am extremely emotional. Like mm-hmm. my highs can get very high very quickly and I can get low very quickly and I can also recover back to medium again quickly. Right? Okay. And I think that knowing that about myself and having that mm-hmm. awareness, I can condemn my disappointment hardcore. Yeah. And because I am emotional, I'll condemn my feelings hardcore and not 
not grieve them correctly. Like Jackson, you're so feelings based. You're so emotion, emotional, you know? Um, and so, so I, I think that's just a good word is like, because even though that might be your bent, you can still wrestle through it. You don't have to rush through it, man. You know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's something I'm, I'm kind of processing right now because you know, in this season, even though like there's been some really beautiful parts about the season, there's also for me, at least I've been like experiencing, you know, some anxiety and just some discouragements and even just some stuff that even I like thought at a time that I was kind of like over has kind of come back up. And I've just been trying to like give myself mm -hmm. grace to like invite God into that moment and yeah, invite God, yeah. in. even though it's, it's like, man, I'm discouraged that I'm feeling these things, but just to accept that God is with me in that moment and that he's going to still continue to work in my life. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, Peyton, anything that you have to add or before before we move forward? Um, yeah, just like the emotions. It's, it is rough right now. I have moments where like I'm home with my husband and I'm like, this is awesome. This is great. We never yeah. get to, mm -hmm. usually I work a lot of nights, so usually it's like, I don't get to cook dinner. And it's like, man, this is amazing. And then I'll like read an article on something and I'll be like bummed for the rest of the night. Right. Um, so yeah, that's just where you have to invite jesus into the highs and the lows however yeah. cliche it sounds sure. you know he wants to be a part of it so good certainly all right peyton would you mind reading john chapter 11 verses 23 through 24 yeah. uh, actually go go all the way through 26 there um yeah. in this story this is kind of how where we're going to wrap up the text all right jesus told her your brother will rise again yes martha said he will rise when everyone else rises at the last day Jesus told her, I am the resurrection and the life. Anyone who believes in me will live even after dying. Everyone who lives in me and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this, Martha? Mm. Yeah, and so our I am statement tonight is I am the resurrection and the life. Come on. And this comes after Jesus says, look, you know, Mar Martha says, if you'd have been here, my brother wouldn't have died. Mm -hmm. And then Jesus says, he's going to rise again. But Martha still doesn't want to really put that true faith there. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I know he's going to rise again. But yeah, like yeah. when everyone else rises, like I believe that God's going to make all things new sometime down the road. And Jesus says, no, 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 I'm not talking about sometimes down the road. He says, I am present tense, the resurrection That's so good. Right, life. Come on. Yeah. And so I need us to realize, and I think what's so cool is that resurrection is not just an event that will happen, hmm. even mm. though it is, Yeah. but it's a person that we encounter and believe Interesting. named Jesus. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And so I think for the follower of Jesus, we actually experience resurrection in the past, in the present, and in the future. So in the past, like we were dead and Jesus made us alive. That's Ephesians 2. We were dead and, and we're alive. So mm -hmm. we're all, because we're followers of Jesus, we are walking resurrection. Yeah, right no doubt. Now, that's good. Sure. Which is awesome. Yeah. That's good. In, in the present, I think that this verse applies to the fact that like whatever people are going through. I believe that Jesus can bring like resurrection. You know, I think maybe some people's purity that would say like, man, my purity is dead. Mm. And it's like, man, God wants to bring resurrection to purity, somebody's yeah. purity. Or maybe it would be just like someone's relationships yeah, or someone's that's, friendships that's good. or, or good. whatever people are going through. Mm -hmm. I believe God can bring that resurrection to that moment right then. But then in the future, we all look forward to the fact that we know one day God he will make all things new, mm -hmm. which is, which is really awesome. Strong. And so that's just such a cool and amazing kind of place that we're at. Um, that being said, I kind of want to open up the discussion and just kind of speak to the fact that, you know, this whole story, Jesus said, this whole story is going to happen so that God gets glory. 
Mm-hmm. And, and even he said that the reason that I'm waiting, the reason that you're going to see Lazarus rise from the dead is so that God will get glory. And, and ultimately, this, this resurrection that Jesus committed actually was one of the things that led to him dying on the cross. And so Jesus knew that when he was stepping into doing this miracle, because if you keep reading the story, you'll discover that he does uh, call Lazarus forth and Lazarus rises from the dead. And he knew that when he did this, it would infuriate the religious leaders so much that they would actually kill him. Wow. Mm-hmm. And so part of this was that wow, God would get the glory crazy. from the resurrection, but also part of it was that it was the bigger plan wow. of Lazarus, of Jesus dying on the cross for sure. our sins. Wow. And so this whole thing was about God's glory. Mm-hmm. And so I guess the thing that like I wanted to ask you guys, because I think it's really easy to look at, you know, to say like we as Christians should live for God's glory, you know, mm-hmm. and that's a very like just sort of a classic thing to say. But how do we actually live for God's glory? What does that look like for you and I in 2020 in this time to be living for God's glory? Yeah. For me, it's a, a daily picking up of the cross mm-hmm. and, and it's a, daily returning to the throne of God and recalibrating my heart because mm-hmm. I constantly get away from his glory. Mm. And so through discipline and devotion and consistency in a time when we need consistency so bad, if we're ever going to be disciplined in a prayer life, it's now, but always too. Um, I, I get away from it constantly but when I come back to the throne and bring my heart back to the Father, I almost feel like he like readjusts my settings again. And, and I, I have this focus about me. I fix my eyes upon the Father again, as it says in Hebrews 12. And if I go a day without that, which I do go days without that, mm-hmm. and when I do that, I'm not about the Father's glory. And I'm just thinking of uh, in Second Corinthians how um, in these light and momentary troubles that we're going through right now, mm-hmm. God's producing a glory in us for him that far outweighs any of these things that we're going through. And I, I, I have in, in that just been, been really fixed upon that verse of, mm. I, I want to, to bring in that glory. Like I want to, to discover that glory that far outweighs anything, whether it's a struggle in my life or even, even things of this world that I like in this life. I want to produce for God a glory that far outweighs anything else. So good. I love that. It's incredible. What about you, Peyton? Yeah, even just looking in this passage, it's like um, if Jesus had gone directly to Lazarus, it, he would have performed a miracle in healing him then. But waiting two days, it was an even greater miracle and even more glory given to God. Um, so how we can apply that to us is believing and having faith in the fact that like the Lord will use this mm-hmm. to bring glory to his name yeah. and be actively looking for opportunities to do that yeah um like practically what does that look like uh it's depends but it will always look like the character of god like you can always look to the bible and look to the character of god and line up your actions against it Mm -hmm. um and see like is this reflecting the character of god and if it's reflecting his character it'll bring him glory and if you're you know following him and another thing is being like sensitive to what he's saying Mm -hmm. you know we do have a lot of time right now and that time could be filled with um a lot of sounds a lot of thoughts um there's just a lot of things we could spend our uh, we can use our thoughts on and we Mm -hmm. could use our time on um but using that time to like further lean into what he wants you to do further lean into what he wants you to say in this time yeah because you know this is a time when people need hope and people are looking for answers to a lot of things Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I think that's so good. I, I love both of your answers of just trying to be mindful to like to really think about what is going on in in God's story, mm -hmm. you know. And and I think that like a lot of times like for for me, it's helpful to remember that God's story is about God's glory, mm -hmm. you know? And so like the thing that God ha was doing in the Bible was he was like bringing about redemption through Jesus. And that's still the thing that God is wanting to do right now. And so like, I'm just trying to remember that like, it's not the Brian Saylor story, yeah. you yeah. know? And yeah. whatever I'm in, it's not me. I'm trying to, I'm part of God's story. Yeah. And so I really want to do the best thing that I can do to invite Jesus into whatever it is, whether it's like being a student, whether it's being a young professional or whether it's reading scripture, whether it's having a conversation, mm -hmm. but just remembering that like I'm part of God's story. And so yeah. I want to like just play the part that I can play in that. Yeah, no doubt. That's really good. Yeah. Cool. Anything else that you guys see from this passage or that you guys kind of have to share before we wrap up our time? I love it. All right. We, we covered it all. Um, hope this encouraged you. Uh, Jesus is the resurrection and the life. And so that means for every follower of Jesus that you have experienced resurrection, that Jesus can still do miracles in your life and your story right now. And then ultimately, we're all looking forward to the time when he's gonna make all things new. Uh, if you don't know Jesus, we would love for you to reach out to us on Instagram and we would ha be happy to walk you through that process. But for now, uh, we're gonna have one more worship song and then we will close out the night. Your love has ravished my heart and taken me over, taken me over. And all I want is to be with you forever, with you forever. Take me a little deeper. I want to know your heart. I want to know your heart. Because your love is so much sweeter than anything I've tasted. I want to know your heart. I want to know your heart. I want to know.
Thanks so much for joining us tonight. I hope you enjoyed our roundtable discussion. Two things to remind you of. Number one, immediately after this, I am going to go live on Instagram Live. And so if you're watching this on Thursday night, jump over to The Harbor's Instagram. Uh, we've been having a lot of fun on there over the past few weeks. So come on over. And then last thing, 
invite people to the harbor next week. I believe that God is going to use it to change people's lives. And so be thinking of three people to invite. And I'm praying we're going to have hundreds tuning into that stream to see uh, God change their lives. We love you. Thanks for tuning into the harbor. Thanks so much for spending time with us. If you'd like to know more about the harbor, please follow us on Instagram at wearetheharbor. Also, if you need prayer, feel free to send us a DM. Otherwise, tune in next time.